Hello, Internet. This is you and Spence and the Insight Calling. The Magnificent Seven, the Lotus Seven, the Seven Samurai, and now Seven Cities for a Song Contest. Coming up on the show, those whole city shortlists, more entries for Junior, and somebody in the BBC loves somebody. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Welcome to another look back at the recent news in the world of the Eurovision Song Contest and Junior Eurovision. It is the summer months, it's a little bit slower, so it's 14 days to pick up and find out where we are in the contest. As always, you can keep up to date at our website, www.escinsight.com, support us, patreon.com slash escinsight. And if you found this podcast through ways other than coming to our website, then you can follow, link, like, love and subscribe in all the usual podcast directories and app listings as well. And you can leave a review and rating if you so feel the need. Right then, big news, of course, is we have a short list of cities. Yes, following a fevered submission process, at least you'd think that from the suddenly positive and voluminous press coverage in the United Kingdom media, the BBC announced a shortlist of seven cities who meet the initial criteria of hosting the 2022 Eurovision Song Contest. They are Birmingham, Glasgow, Leeds, Liverpool, Manchester, Newcastle and Sheffield. The process now will include site visits by the EBU and the BBC, a closer examination of the proposals, discussions and debates on what each bid offers before a final decision is made. It remains to be seen if we get a simple declaration in the future by press release or in the middle of an episode of Strictly Come Dancing, if the BBC are going to run a super final, shortlisting just two of the cities for a final choice, but there's certainly a feeling that the BBC is doing as much of the process as possible in the public eye, as transparent as possible, commercial sensitivities notwithstanding. And a reminder once again, that final decision, as the BBC explained in their FAQ, they may consult with the United Kingdom government, but the decision on who will be the host city will be determined by the BBC and the EBU. As always, we'll have more details over the next weeks on the uh, shortlisting process and the selection, and then, of course, in the run-up to the contest, all the usual discussions about what is being offered. As for the dates, well, they're going to be part of the bid. It will depend on when cancellations or concerts can be moved in various venues. You need about six weeks before the date and three days after to do the build-up and breakdown. So once we get the whole city, that's when we'll know the dates. That's when people can start thinking properly about transport and hotels and all of that. If you're going to take a gamble now, as always, do make sure it's refundable or you're willing to risk losing that money because there are still so many variables in the air. Okay, what else do we have? In terms of uh, entry lists uh, for Eurovision 2023, no additions to the last news pod. We are still at 24 countries there. Uh, we have the September the 1st deadline coming up. Uh, songs released before then have a commercial advantage, so nope. Songs released after them are eligible for the Eurovision Song Contest, assuming they meet 
the rest of the rules. Over at Junior Eurovision 2022, which is taking place in December in Yerevan, Armenia, we have Ukraine and Kazakhstan joining the party and taking our entry list up to 16. So that's Albania, Armenia, Bulgaria, France, Georgia and Ireland, Italy, Kazakhstan and Malta, Netherlands, North Macedonia and Poland, Portugal, Serbia, Spain and Ukraine. Uh, we have some names to add into the Junior Eurovision list as well. Uh, due to the upper limit of Junior Eurovision's entry, the Voice Kids winner in Portugal, Nicolas Alves, is ineligible to represent the country. So runner-up Maria Gil will be heading to Armenia to represent Portugal. And alongside announcing the entry to Junior Eurovision of Kazakhstan, Broadcaster Cabaret Agency has selected David Sherlin to represent the country through an internal selection. Okay, two bits of country news in here. Uh, first up, uh, United Kingdom. Actually, should it be news that Sam Reiner's new single, Somebody, has been nominated, nominated as the BBC Radio 1 Tune of the Weekend? Given the minuscule visibility of United Kingdom Eurovision entries career after their three minutes in May, then yes, yes, it's news that there is still momentum, there's still media interest, uh, and of course, there is a career that is blossoming after representing the United Kingdom at the song contest. So yes, it is news and it is very welcome news at that. It's also a cracking song. Uh, and over in Ukraine, uh, public broadcaster UAPBC has announced submissions are open for Eurovision 2023, alongside the Junior Eurovision submissions portal that opened last month. Submissions for adult Eurovision close on October the 15th, and yes, this is earlier than previous years for Ukraine, but I can see why an earlier process is preferred, just as I can see why the inclusion of an online vote to help select the song is also a smart idea this year. I mean... It, Given the unclear future of the country and the state it will be in in a few months' time, this is just very smart planning. Uh, also, musician and TV personality Dmitro Shukov, uh, who you may better know as Piano Boy, um, has been announced as the official music producer of the national selection. Speaking to the official website Eurovision.tv, he said, it's very important that new Ukrainian music is born and reaches people. Hear, hear. And so there we go. It is the summer months of the song contest. So apart from the whole city selection process, not a huge amount going on, but we'll keep you up to date as things go through. With the news pod, uh, last week we had an archive interview from uh, Kenneth McKellen. Thanks to Tony Curry and the team at Radio 6 International for going to their archive in the 1980s to lift that interview out as well. We will continue uh, looking at the process of selection of the host city. We've uh, got an article up on the main website about nine things to consider about not just the host city, actually, but about Eurovision 2023 as a whole. Find that www.esinsight.com and you can follow us there and you find us on all the socials and all the usual spaces there as well. The summer carries on. That September the first date is probably our next milestone to go through of the song contest when the songs start to become official. There's a long way to go, but there's only a short time to get there for the song contest in 2023 and of course Junior in December 2022. We will be there every step of the way, but for now I shall leave you and say... Stay safe to all our friends that we know and are yet to meet. So we're off for now. Guitars, please. <laughs>
You've been listening to the ESC Insight News Podcast, written by you and Spence and the team at ESC Insight. Find out more at www.escinsight and support us at patreon.com slash escinsight.